I'm super happy. Are you happy? Welcome to the BU Find Happy Podcast. Here you'll find tips and tricks to inspire you on your way to happiness, to live a courageous life of authenticity, and learn how to speak your truth with grace. I'm Michaela Johnson, and welcome to our podcast. amazing human on this earth plane. I am so grateful that you are here. Just wanted to take a second and say if you click like or hit subscribe, it helps this podcast continue. I want you to live the fullest expression of your experience in life and you can find so much more by visiting BUFindHappy.com. There you'll find Empowered, my motivational journal for women, links to all of the various books, and so much more. Thank you for being you. Good morning, Shelby. Welcome to the BU Find Happy podcast. I find the universe can be so ironic because here I am this morning, um, definitely have the, a cold, uh, you know, a virus of some sort. I, I might even go out on a ledge and say it could be the Rona. Who knows? Um, because I'm certainly not going to go let them stick something up my nose to find out. Um, but bottom line is um, the family has been home. We're kind of all just doing our recovery thing. And, you know, I actually went to cancel my my podcast for this morning because of taking care of everybody and how I'm feeling. And I looked down and I went, oh, it's the girls from Unjected. So I'm definitely not canceling it. It's definitely the right time to do this. Um, so the listeners are going to hear me with the stuffy nose, but we're going to, we're going to get through this. Um, so, so good you guys, morning. yeah, good morning. You guys have started this app, um, the Unjected, and it's really a place for people who um, are opting out of uh, the vaccination to kind of come together. And I'm really excited to talk about that and kind of, um, just talk in general about everything that's kind of happening in the way of yeah. you know mandates and passports and just all the complete and total madness. Totally. Um, yeah. So share with me a little bit about how you guys started it and kind of, you know, everything that came to be. Of course. Yeah. So it was uh, myself. Uh, so I'm, I'm Shelby Thompson. And then uh, my good friend and also fellow mother, Heather Pyle, uh, we were just, you know, we, we live in Hawaii and it's very strict here. And ever since Corona happened, uh, you know, there hasn't even been one place in all of, you know, Maui that we can go without a mask on, you know, so that was already like one of those things that just immediately stood out to us. And it was the thought was, you know, if this was a vaccine mandate, there wouldn't actually be one place for us to go. We couldn't go to the grocery store. I couldn't, right. you know, uh, do anything. And and then it kind of shifted. And uh, when we were actually just sitting on the couch one day and we were talking about the Pfizer study uh, that was released earlier this year, uh, specifically, you know, page 67, 68, where they go on about talking about uh, exposures in pregnancy. And, you know, of course, they state in the study there that it's a considered an exposure to pregnancy through skin, uh, skin contact or inhalation. And that was just like a giant red flag, at least to me and Heather. We were just like, wow, you know, of course, why would they even say this if there wasn't more to that? And I think it definitely started everyone's 
uh, you know, at least on social media, the large debate we were seeing about, you know, shedding and uh, kind of, you know, this back and forth, of course, you know, the powers that be are like, there's absolutely no way that's happening. And um, of course, you know, we don't believe that a lot of people don't believe that the live virus is shedding, but actually that these spike proteins uh, can affect you in a harmful way. And yeah, so- and I've been reading substantially about the spike proteins. I've been reading a lot about, um, you know, the the autobody enhancement and just kind of our antibody enhancement, sorry, just kind of right. all of these different components. And I'm really curious because this the scariant does seem to be a little stronger um, mm-hmm. in the way of how it's affecting people. And I find it interesting and can't help but wonder if it isn't uh, because of the vaccination. I've never seen, I mean, I've done a lot of research on, you know, thousands of years of coronaviruses and in all the research I've done, I've never seen a mute, a mutation happen that rapidly. Right. Um, and I think, gosh, I feel like it's so interesting that, you know, of course, they have disregarded science along the way so many times here. But there's been so many, you know, uh, people in the science community that have come forward and have, you know, stated exactly what you're talking about there, where it's like, you know, we're going to get all of these mutations by over vaccinating a massive amount mm-hmm. of the population too quickly. Uh, With just, no you know, herd immunity whatsoever. Right. It's just right. disregarding previous knowledge entirely. Uh Gosh. And so, yeah, so people were really, you know, like when we were watching on social media, like this up in arms stance about spike proteins. And, you know, there's so many people out there that are like, I want nothing to do with being with a vaccinated partner. And I want children and I, you know, I feel strongly about my personal health and I don't want to, you know, share my my energy with someone that's done that or you know, it's kind of trickled down to I've lost my, uh, you know, closest friendships because, you know, they don't agree with me and they're kind of, you know, turning me away. Or, you know, when it comes down to like here on the island with businesses where I couldn't even get in anywhere if it was mandated. So then we're like, we need to kind of what if we what if we created a space for people, uh, you know, that that say this is this we've had enough of this and we were already you know, not going to be swayed in our decision making. And let's just go find each other because we're being too censored on every single platform in the world. (laughs) Right. Well, and so what's interesting that you mentioned about, you know, finding a partner and and children and stuff is that I have read, um, I I read actually just this week about um, how it, the way that it is working, it will be able to genetically, you know, pass through, the um the sperm the egg etc mm-hmm. and then not only that but that th- that population of children is actually going to then be super spreaders mm-hmm. and they gave this example of these cows the calves were born with the viral um components already within them and then because the the parental you know cows were around the calves they were all dying and so then ultimately what wow. they had to do was cull all of the calves Wow. I know. It, it's really interesting. I'll send it to you afterwards yeah, because it is do. super insightful. Um, I shared it on my social media and said, hey, if you want to link to this, 
and it blew up. I had like 50 DMs within moments, people saying, yes, please share that. So I think there are a lot of people that are starting to kind of eyes open. I had a guy yesterday on, on Instagram said, you know, this is nothing new. This happened during the Spanish flu, but I, I researched Spanish flu and whatnot. I I cannot remember a time in history. I, I mean, even spending time researching that they've pushed it in such a way that they're pushing it now. And he says they right. did in 1918 that they pushed vaccinations in the same way. What, what is your experience with that? Actually, that's ironic that you say that. I've, I've seen this uh, old newspaper article uh, that I had posted on our old page before we had gotten deleted. And it was it, some, sometime around there in the 1800s, late 1800s. And it had said, uh, anti-vaxxers deny science. How, you know, you know, we've come so far with our technology. How could these, uh, you know, dense people not believe in the science of vaccination and and this article is in the 1800s and so it's just laughable you know they've been kind of ostracizing us since the beginning but uh you know there's a lot of interesting thoughts out there about you know these uh quote unquote pandemics like the Spanish flu, or if you're looking at now, and actually the electrification of the planet, you know, during the Spanish flu is actually when radio waves were introduced uh, to the public. And, you know, there's a lot of uh, symptoms with, uh, you know, these waves in the air that could be causing people these illnesses, especially since we weren't used to it. And so now when we're kind of thinking about today, there's, you know, who's to say that there isn't a lot of electrification in the planet that's also causing kind of an EMF response. So it's, it's, you know, it's like, it could be a virus. It could be, it could be so many different things affecting us. And um, it, it absolutely could. I've read quite a bit about 5G and we've had a guy on the podcast that talks about 5G. Um, talk to me a little bit about you guys are being, Sorry about that. You guys are being censored as well, right? Talk to me about that. We are. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we launched the app in late May uh, for iOS. And then about two weeks later, it launched for Google. And we, you know, had a really good run without any, you know, troubles at first. And then what had happened is we decided to introduce a social feed uh, into the app, which was just kind of like, it looked essentially like a Facebook uh, profile feed where you could go and, you know, write your thoughts and follow people, make comments like, and uh, our members were sharing lots of information there. And, you know, of course, having a lot of fun because it wasn't, uh, you know, being moderated like Instagram and Facebook. And, you know, I wasn't going on there and deleting anything. Uh, Of course, they were all being respectful. They were just talking about, uh, you know, their opinions and, but then what had happened is I received an email from Google and they said, hey, injected developers, uh, your app has uh, been flagged for deceptive behaviors. And that's what they call it. Oh, boy. A deceptive behaviors with user generated content. And then they go through and they actually had underlined in red like several posts that people had written and then sent me this screenshot and they said all of these specific posts need removed uh and then they they even had sent me one it was a gosh it was a picture of Bayer's stats and they said this post to be removed I'm not even kidding. They're like, well, you should be removing Vayers statistics. I mean, they just sent me this whole like list and they're like, um, 
And so I just thought that was outlandish. And of course, I had posted it on Instagram and I was like, you know, Google doesn't believe in free, uh, free speech. And then a reporter from Bloomberg had reached out to us and we were actually already working on a story together about how people were leaving big name dating sites for injected after the whole like vax badge controversy. And uh-huh. she, she gives me a call and she's like, do you think we could change this story a little bit to about censorship? And I'm like, and you know, at the time I'm like, sure. And um, it was kind of a little, <laughs> the, the turning point of everything. And wow. uh, she had actually unbeknownst to me, she had uh, reached out to Apple for comment because she was so curious why we hadn't had any, uh, you know, backlash there. Apple was like immediately, whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't even know that these guys exist. Delete. They just instantly uh, took the app down, nixed me. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, without any warning. And then they, of course, Apple's, um, you know, representatives kind of hit like a media storm after that. And Apple's run after uh, people came forward and they're like, oh, well, the developer uh, had told their people not to use specific words and that's against the rules. And I had gone through and on the social feed, I had made a post and I said, hey, guys, uh, you know, we're trying to pass our reviews. If you cannot say words like vaccine, microchip, 5G, I like had made a whole list. Wow. And they took wow. that, they took that screenshot and they're like, you're not allowed to tell people that you're just supposed to delete them. And I'm like, what? Wow. And so then they just deleted me off the app. Um, and then, of course, I, I filed an appeal uh, for unfair political treatment. They said, no way. You still can't come back. And uh, so, you know, we got nixed on Apple and then kind of with this whole media storm, uh, you know, BBC got interested in the story and they had reached out to Insta for a comment about our page. Uh, I believe that's actually where you first found us. We had like, gosh, 25,000 followers and uh, they just so I started deleted so I started following you guys on Instagram when you had like a couple hundred awesome. uh, because my friend sent it. Yeah. And she's like, check this out, because we were talking about like at some point there's going to have to be a place for people to tribally come together that don't want to partake in this, that need to survive. And so right. she she found your page and sent it to me. And so I've actually watched it grow, which has been oh, really yay. exciting. Yeah, oh, that's, that's so fun. Yeah, it totally um, just, just, you know, took off. And there's like so many people that are like, wait a second, this is my group of people. I want to, I want to be a part of this. And, uh, yeah, they just, um, once they, when they removed the Instagram page, they, uh, of course they didn't even respond to my uh, comment. They only returned BBC's comment. So I never heard back from Insta myself, but they told BBC, that we were removed uh, for having misinformation uh, due to vaccines. But of course, all of my followers know that I never, ever posted about the vaccine. We only ever talked about freedom. So uh, it was definitely just because, you know, there was so much media attention. They didn't want like the clickbait attracting more of that community to our page. (laughs) So that was all in the past like week and a half or so. But then with gosh, Google, we've uh, managed to stay afloat. I um, I haven't received any emails from them, uh, you know, that they're upset and our our reviews have all been passed and we're still alive. So we're just holding on there. (laughs) 
Wow. And, you know, I think to the point is that, like, the fact that the technocracy has such power in, you know, I mean, literally they can throw every attorney and whatever at this that they want to for their own, you know, to benefit them themselves. But what's right. crazy to me is that, you know, without creating division, I don't care which side of the fence you stand on, you should be standing for your right to free speech, your right to et cetera. I mean, absolutely. And I think that's what's probably most terrifying, like, is the fact that, you know, a lot of people did not receive the information that they needed um, because everything was silenced. I mean, I know as a psychotherapist, for me, informed consent means I sit down with the client. I have a conversation with them about what treatment means and is going to look like. And they acknowledge that they want to be there. Right. <laughs> and then right. they start talking about why they're there. Um, that is not at all what is happening with the vaccine. And I think that's most concerning, you know, is the fact that this is not informed consent. This mm -hmm. is forcing without any kind of due diligence whatsoever. And anybody who wants to do due diligence is having to go to the lengths of the dark web to find it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's insane what's going on here. And I, I love that you mentioned informed consent because that is everything. And I, another thing that I say is coercion is not consent and limiting right, access right. to society and telling people oh, you have to sacrifice your career or your livelihood or education that you might want or any of the above is medical tyranny. It's coercion. It's making people go against their personal beliefs because they feel like they won't be able to be, uh, you know, just a basic member of society. And that's where I just, uh, th that's where I am terrified as well. It's like, you know, we're trading uh, and I think it's a Ben Franklin quote where you, you know, trade temporary safety, um, you know, you're sacrificing that freedom and you deserve neither at that point uh, because, you know, freedom is uh, above all, you know, I think one of the most inalienable rights. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, the last time I checked, I was born sovereign. And yes. I, I don't. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I was talking with a friend the other day saying, you know, the Amish are doing it right. Yeah, they really are. I'm like, can we join you guys? They're like fully self-sustaining. They, they have their own like, don't even talk to us about touching us up with anything because we will off you. You know, like, the, yep. I mean, yeah, they, they're doing it right. And it's like funny that, you know, you might laugh at these um, alternate, you know, r religions or cultures or whatever. But then here it's like, well they've created protection from what they knew was, you know, government overreach, really. Absolutely. Yeah. They just kind of saw ahead of the, the whole plan. <laughs> right. Right. Absolutely. And so, so my, so my kind of question is, um, what do you think is their end game? I mean, obviously the way that they're pushing this, you know, there's some websites that if you read about it, say that the vaccination from Spanish flu actually caused the genocide of the Spanish flu. I mean, what do you think? Do you think that we're going to see an uptick in people who are auto, you know, have immune systems that are destroyed from the vaccine? What do you think is, is on the horizon? Oh, gosh, unfortunately, I, I do have that fear. I, I think I had seen a, a video that really resonated with me from Dell Big Tree. Uh, just the way that he had like yeah. broken it down. It just was so yeah. easy to just look out and understand. And just the kind of the way he was talking about how this, you know, the vaccination is going to override our own innate 
immune response. And, you know, you know, that it's only uh, programmed to do just one thing and one thing only. And so, you know, if you go get a cut on your toe, all of the uh, coronavirus antibodies are going to, you know, basically destroy your innate ones and say, oh, I want to go fight this, but they're not coded to do so. So, um, you know, the way he had explained it was very interesting. Uh, Just kind of that we're, we're going to kind of, yeah, have this immune response that's going to be vast. And I think my biggest um, concern for the future for myself um, and my children is kind of the problem with uh, what's happening with the blood banks and, you know, uh, organ donation and all of these things. It's, it's really frightening to me because there's absolutely nothing being labeled. They're not separating oh, shit. it. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. So the blood banks is what we're seeing here is essentially what happened in the 80s with all these HIV transfusions. Right. And oh, my God. Any unvaccinated person is at risk of being in an accident and being uh, transfused with blood of a vaccinated person. And there's already extreme um, adverse events that have been reported about that. So I, I am actually, that's the one thing that keeps me up at night. You know, I, I feel for these people and maybe what will happen to them. Uh, but, and then I kind of am like, okay, but what about all of us who are going to be left over? And, uh, you know, I think about my children and, and you ever happy to be put with the choice of, oh, you need a transfusion, but uh, you're totally taking the gamble of whose blood this is. And um, that one is really... But can they test it for the spike proteins and stuff? I mean, say say five years from now, they go, right. you know, whoops, that was bad. I actually, I don't whoops. know. I really believe this is population control. I really I, think it is. It, I absolutely agree with you. Um, and, you know, that's kind of why it goes every avenue. Because, um, you know, there's so many ways they can go about it. But I, I think that, yeah, I don't know how long they can store blood for. I don't know if it holds for five years. But uh, that's an interesting thought if they can if they can see the difference. I've, I've seen a couple of, you know, interesting pictures online where it's like healthy blood cells and then it's like, you know, blood cells of after vaccination. Uh, so I'm curious. But, yeah, I'm, that one that one leaves me the most uneasy. Yeah, for sure. And so then the other the other thought I was having as you were talking is how I have a friend that says, you know, don't don't give me any trouble. I I took the vaccine because I want to be able to travel. Um, I'm not excited about it. I'm really, you know, bummed out that I had to do this kind of thing. And to me, it was like it, it was disheartening to know that somebody, you know, who really strongly feels against it, did it because of that reason. And I wonder if we're going to start seeing more and more like, you know, buyer's remorse kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, I, I absolutely think so. I'm, you know, and, and I guess it kind of comes back to like personal conviction. You know, if you, if you feel like you're never going to be swayed, you, you know, you're probably not going to, there's nowhere I would ever travel that would convince me to, you know, take, take this shot. So it really just comes down to, I guess, how you weigh, where you weigh certain things. 
but you know, you know, like, yeah, same thing. I had a friend who was, he says, Oh, my mom is dying of cancer and I, I have to go to the mainland to see her, but they won't let me spend time in the hospital with her unless I've been vaccinated. And I don't uh, want, the, I don't want the vaccine at all, but I want to spend time with my dying mother. And I'm like, that's, oh my gosh. that is just, uh, you know, the, the circumstances. It's absolutely abortion. devastating. Yeah. It's this, you know, holding travel, withholding dying family members. It's just, you know, making people go against their own personal judgment. It's just, yeah, I, I can't handle it. It's so offensive. <laughs> it really is. But it's also terrifying because yeah. if, if they're doing this now, what's coming? You know oh, what yeah. I mean? And especially with this, you know, FDA, of course, is going to, uh, you know, approve everything because they're all in on it. So it's just like, you know, once the FDA goes, oh, yeah, sure, this is super great uh, and healthy for everyone. And then, you know, these mandates are going to skyrocket uh, all over the country. And I fear for the for everyone after that point, because it's, you know, they're going to try to tag on this legitimacy like, oh, well, it's FDA approved. And if you've ever walked into a grocery store and looked at what the FDA approves is safe, uh, you know, they, they, right. they haven't ever gotten it right before. <laughs> right. No, they don't care about your health. That's Not a fact. All. If they cared about health, I think that they would have been prescribing, um, you know, in mass vitamin D, vitamin B12, vitamin C, Absolutely. you know, they would be handing it out for free. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. Yeah, where's the health the health drive up clinics everywhere? Yeah, no no mandates on McDonald's, but you know, of course, anything that makes you healthy. <laughs> I'm of the belief that they've been, you know, conspiring for quite some time in the way of and I've had people argue with me, well, it's choice to go eat at McDonald's, da da da. Yeah, but when everything is pushed via the television, um, mm -hmm. you know, commercials and they, you know, create situations where you're not keeping most of your money. So you're so stressed out so that you're working all these long hours. And then they put a convenient fast food place right next to the building. You leave at five o'clock right. when you have to get home and get your kids. And then, right. you know, they create smaller and smaller devices so that everybody can be stuck in their homes looking at these things. I mean, I, I have to believe that, you know, that there was some level of intention to control Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I completely agree with you. The, um, you know, the agenda has been uh, written for a long time. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you guys or you specifically, but, you know, kind of the Illuminati or the Freemasons or kind of the uh, deep state, kind of like how this all ties back and kind of how this uh, shadow control has been going on since the beginning of time. I mean, even when they burned down the Library of Alexandria, you know, that's right. all intentional. You know, right. they've been taking away this knowledge from us for a long time. And, you know, right. these, uh, secret societies, if you call them, they, they run everything. And, you know, I, I hear some people are like, oh, well, if we just, you know, get really active in our government, that's great. But, you know, they're in every single facet yeah. of government. There is yeah. not one place that they aren't. And it's so convoluted that it's like, it all needs started over from the from from ground. <laughs> I think one of the biggest things that I've started to realize is that, you know, the history that I was taught is not history as it happened. Absolutely. It was the history they wanted us to believe. And that's been probably the most mind blowing, which is why I've spent more and more time kind of researching various different things like, um, you know, the slave trade and just all of that and everything right. there. I mean, we 
we were fed a narrative just like we're being fed a narrative today. It didn't change. (laughs) Oh, and so, yeah. Um, and the other thing too, is I think, I mean, this is kind of separate and I haven't even really talked a lot about this on this podcast because it is a very metaphysical, very spiritual, you know, I talk a lot about, um, a lot of different master teachers on here, Jesus Christ, Buddha, et cetera. Um, Mm -hmm. but I think that, you know, the bottom line is, is that religion has been completely, and I say religion, but let's just say spiritual connection, belief, whatever has been completely stripped, um, from people. And so, you know, the fear of dying is like mm-hmm. so immense and it drives people in such a powerful way <clears throat> because right. I think that, <clears throat> sorry. No, you're fine. No it's my immune system working. Yeah. yay! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm grateful for it. And it's funny. I'm still standing by my position that the masks don't work. Exactly. <laughs> I never, I never thought that they did. And people have some theories on that. What's your position on masking with the kids and kind of all of that oh, stuff. Gosh, I absolutely don't believe in it whatsoever. I I was uh, actually pregnant all this last year of Corona with my son. And, you know, of course, people are like, so, oh my gosh, make sure you wear your mask. Make sure you do this. And I'm like, I'm not scared of this Rona. I'm, I'm totally healthy and I'm, I'm going to take whatever comes to me. And, uh, you know, I love the videos like where the one guy has like 10 N95 masks on and he's like blowing out, uh, you know, through the cold air and it's just coming out everywhere. And it's like, these aren't doing anything. Uh, they never have. And when, when did we decide that like we just disregard? I don't, it's just amazing. Like all the science that, uh, you know, they don't agree with, it just is thrown away uh, and is called like pretty much just like blasphemy and it's it's kind of like this is turned into its own religion scientism of you know you, either <laughs> you believe in the science or you are just you know like a heathen and it's like what about this other science what about the people who don't agree with this you know they're just being censored and uh and then so everyone else can can, can continue saying that everyone agrees So I got called a murderer back in um, April of last year for not um, wearing my mask to go to the bathroom at a restaurant. But here's what's so fucking funny about that. It's like, okay, so the virus stops at my table while I'm eating, but not while I'm walking to the bathroom. Most intelligent murderer. (laughs) It's like, and and so last year I was like, uh uh-oh this is very concerning. Like this yeah. is going to be a problem, you know, that there are people that actually cannot see the complete illogic in this is terrifying. And then oh, I yes. started to post stuff back in May of 2020 about how, Hey, all of this fear perpetuating stuff about masking and this virus, this is all so that you can, so that you'll take a jab. And I, I put a bunch of articles from the great reset and agenda 21 and all of yeah. that about the jab. And people were like, they would never do that. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> and so now I'm reposting them. I'm like, remember when I shared this in May 2020? <laughs> and here we are. So. <laughs> and I don't, that's the thing. Through all of this, that's what I said all early 2020 and mid 2020. I said, I want you to prove me wrong. Yeah, like, trust me, do. I do not want to be right. I want right. to be a crazy tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy <laughs> theorist. <laughs> I say the same thing all the time. I'm like, please let me be wrong because that would Proof be a lot wrong. better of an outcome. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, 
So so where I'm at now is obviously, you know, having a family that is definitely recovering um, from something that was definitely a doozy, definitely a yucky virus, um, which, you know, it's gross because I think about it and I think about any time man is getting involved in manipulating something, it's going to get gross. It's going to be yucky. It's biological warfare, you know, so I'm in a space where I'm watching my family who is healthy recovering from this thing that is definitely a doozy. Um, and I wonder how much of it is psychosomatic from just, Mm -hmm. you know, even though we're, we stood on the other side of this the whole time, still you're hearing it. You're going to die. You're going to die. You're going to die. Like, even if we are, you know, logical about it and not fear-based, we still have had it pumped into us as well. And it's everywhere that we go. So, you know, you can't wash your hands without seeing it on a right, you know, so, um, you know, I kind of have these mixed feelings right now about like, uh, you know, just the whole thing. I mean, knowing that it is just a really, really bad flu, but also I'll say cold, but also just knowing that it is a really, really bad cold and that you do have to be somewhat healthy. You know, there's definitely a population of people that would be more prone to not coming out of this. Okay. You know, and then dealing with, and I say coming out of this, which we call COVID-19, but, or, you know, the disease response to, you know, SARS-CoV-2, but the bottom line is that, um, they still haven't isolated the dang thing. So how do we even know what it is? We don't really, you know, the PCR tests are not effective. They finally come out and said that, and they're going right. to stop using them in December, which will be interesting. But, you know, it's just, there's been so much misinformation mm-hmm. that it's hard to keep your head straight. Even right. as somebody who's keeping my head straight, you yeah. know, <laughs> it's kind of like Simon says with the CDC, like, Oh, uh, oh right. Yeah, today we say this, and tomorrow we're going to say this, and none of it makes sense, and all of it disregards science, but uh, you also have to obey. And uh, it's definitely, like, the biggest psyop in history, so I totally feel you when you, you know, it's like we've gotten pumped full of it no matter what, and, you know, kind of everyone left standing is just kind of the people who saw through all of these really intense psychological operations. That it's absolutely psychological warfare and absolutely. human experimentation, not to mention yeah. body bantering. I mean, it's all of it. It's all. I mean, gosh, like Project Mockingbird, uh, you know, I, I tell everyone to go just take five seconds to look into that and go, this is what they're doing here. And, um, you know, I actually gosh, I was on a podcast the other day with uh Marcus Allen on the Fakeologist show, and he was talking about the most uh, 29 most important things to humans. And this may be kind of in your field with um, psychology, but, uh, you know, it was number 29 uh, and then was least important. Number one was most. Number 29 was the least important thing to humans was freedom. And number one, the most important was certainty. And it just kind of goes to show how they create a, uh, you know, if they create this uh, false flag and this fear and they, you know, mockingbird it out to the population as as much as they possibly can, uh, you know, these people are going to crave that certainty again and they don't want to feel at fear. And, uh, you know, if that's what they consider to be their number one priority, they're going to just listen to whatever brings them back to that certain state and, you know, uh, 
for me, it's like, wait, 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 I'm, I'm switch this around. Freedom's like number one. <laughs> and it's kind of amazing. Um, uh, just to see the hierarchy of how many people place that differently, um, that they would rather have the certainty of what the government tells them. <laughs> Hi there. Sorry Hi. about that. Um, That's okay. For some reason, my mute button got pushed. Yes. So, um, I, I agree with you that it's pretty backwards how people are choosing, um, you know, to just uh, the safety of the cage. Yeah. is kind of how I see it. It's like, you know, and right now the cage is open, but they're kind of scared to leave it, you know, and, right. um, and that's sad. It's really sad. I yeah. wonder how, I wonder how this is going to play out. That's kind of where I'm at. I was like, I just wonder what's going to happen next. I know. I, and that's kind of what our thought was when creating injected is just getting that community together because everything that we need already exists, you know, within this uh, community of people that already, you know, are seeing past the agenda. There's, you know, thousands of doctors that have been censored and there's, uh, you know, everyone in between. And, you know, if it comes down to it, I feel confident that we can, uh, you know, create that community and, um, you know, barter and trade if we need to, or, you know, find all the services that we need because, there is enough of us and there actually is a majority of us and the media is just, you know, spinning it the other way so they can, you know, uh, make it seem like you're going to be the only one left out if you don't go get the vaccine. But it's just not the case. There's so many of us that are like, no, this is not what I'm going to do. And we're just being silenced. So when you kind of get together all of these people who are super powerful and not going to be swayed and who are standing in their convictions and who say, yeah, fire me. I don't care. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to go get on a plane again. It doesn't matter to me. I'll just go start my own airline. You know, those people are uh, a threat to the agenda. And that's why we're so heavily silenced and ostracized, slandered. Uh, it's kind of like... Um, kind of like in the matrix, like the Mr. Smith agents who are there to protect the matrix. And, you know, there's always going to be people out there that are going to come after us for our beliefs who uh, are trying to protect their, you know, quote unquote, personal idea of the matrix. And, you know, us saying that we don't want to be involved in their experiment is, you know, they, they just have a cognitive dissonance over that. And so I think that's the going to be the massive goal uh, it's just to silence, you know, you and I and all of us who who think this other way. But we just have to keep planting the seeds because I think there's so many people that are just waiting to say, I've had enough of it. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think you're absolutely right. And I think we will need tribal communities and we will need to survive. And then I think that on top of it, they're still going to be releasing these, you know, variants and this and that that are, mm -hmm. you know, going to affect people. Yeah, absolutely. It's positively terrifying, you know. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the variants probably, uh, you know, more often than not are going to go after the, you know, the ones that have been vaccinated first. Uh, you yes. know, if, it, if it's a, a depopulation thing, um, of course, it would make more sense that it was staggered out. Uh, you know, they don't want to do it all at once. Uh, and I, I would absolutely believe that some people have received saline, uh, you know, instead of the real thing. Uh because, you know, it's all been uh, they've been kind of seeing how many people are are willing to give up that control immediately. So uh, 
I'm curious to see what will happen over the next. Do you, you know, think though, with the saline, I kind of can't help but wonder with the saline if it's not um, the doctors having a conscience. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh yeah. I know. I. I well, I actually, I, I'm curious if I. I feel like some of it is definitely the ones who have conscience, and then um, just also a way to see like, oh, you know, we've already convinced all of this part of the population that this is a good idea. Uh, so we didn't have to waste product on it initially because it was actually just a saline test run. But now that we know that they're all going to do it, now we'll go and release these booster shots that are actually going to be the real ones. Um, you know, kind of like just making sure that their system was uh, flawless before wasting all the product first. Um, but I don't know. Wow. What do you mean by that? You're going to have to explain that one to me. Um, I've, I've, gotten this concept from another um woman on on online um just that like for example uh it was all just kind of one big test run you know how many people can we convince to go get the vaccine and what do we need to work on in our psyops what kind of you know mandates do we need to do or like what kind of convincing do we need to do kind of like it was just one really big you know test run uh, that they've been doing and, uh, you know, many people have received the real vaccine, but, you know, maybe some people have only received saline ones uh, to also like stagger out the effects of um, symptoms. You know, if, if some people if there's a lot of people that say I didn't have any symptoms, I was totally fine. You should go get yours. They probably had a saline shot and now they've been sent out as a little, uh, you know, marketer for the shot oh, wow. and they're going to go oh, out wow. and can, they're convincing people oh, I was totally fine but you had a saline oh, wow. shot and then all these other people who were like no I was sick as a dog well you probably got the real one uh you know so it's like I, it's almost like they're creating people to go out and uh, market for themselves I wasn't sick at all oh my god I'm totally fine <laughs> wow I hadn't even yeah. thought about that I thought that the saline was probably doctors that had a conscience that were like, oh, you know, we don't want to. I didn't even think about that. That's terrifying. Um, it'll be really interesting to see how all of this plays out. It'll be really interesting to kind of see what the end game is. I mean, and I've read, you know, the Great Reset documentation. I've read the Agenda 21 stuff, but it still right. continually is is perplexing and, and you know, complicated. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It's a weird, <clears throat> a weird world these days. <laughs> Yeah. And so the big thing is, I think that it's important to, um, for people to know is that, you know, if you don't want to get ejected, there are options for you and there's going to be more options for you. Absolutely. Um, and there's support for you. I mean, I'm an injected psychotherapist and also interestingly enough, I know a doctor's office that all got injected and then they all got COVID. Yeah, exactly. So I don't even think it's, you know, doing what it says as far as that goes and stay up on your vitamins. And there are doctors like America's frontline doctors who are willing to prescribe, you know, COVID protocol to help you recover from this thing. And it is, it is yucky. I mean, nobody's denying that it is yucky, but you can overcome it. Yeah. It's all about, you know, um, you know, health isn't made in a day. And as long as you're, uh, you know, keeping up on your own personal uh, you know, health and well-being, uh, you know, your immune system will, will take care of you too. <laughs> Absolutely. So how can people find out about your awesome app? 
Yeah. So uh, we are still available for Google Play. So if you just go on Google Play Store, you can find us just as Unjected. And then uh, for all of our iOS users, if you have it already downloaded to your phone, you can still access the app, which is awesome. I believe there's like at least over 10,000 iPhone users alone. So anyone who has the iPhone can still use it. Just don't update it. Uh, otherwise, it'll get, you know, nixed off the phone. And then as well as uh, the website. So www.injected.com. And that is essentially exactly the same as the app. It has all the same functionalities. Uh, it's just going to be the the mobile browser version. And uh, we're also on the Instagram page. Our, so our old one was deleted, but our new one is at underscore. Oh, I'm sorry. At the underscore injected. But um yeah, we're, we're wow. just holding strong. I think what we're going to try to do is uh, kind of there's these uh, they're called APK keys for apps. And uh, we're going to try to maybe formulate it or get it integrated through our website so we can kind of get off of these super censored platforms like Apple and Google and, uh, you know, be able to offer the app in a in a different source to to others. Wow, that's awesome. So as always, we encourage you to check out the show notes to find out more information. And Shelby, I know it's so early over there <laughs> down oh, under. Yeah, so yeah. thank you so much for coming on today. I really appreciate it. It was Absolutely. great to, to talk about this stuff that's being silenced. <laughs> oh, it was my pleasure. I'm so glad that we got connected and, um, you know, it's all serendipitous, maybe not feeling well. So I'm, I'm glad that we, we made it happen. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I feel like that's just part of it. Like sometimes I think, you know, this episode, this um, podcast is, you know, 130 some odd episodes. It's like um, talking about health and wellness. And, and I do all of those things. And, and, you know, I can still get sick, too. And I can still right, survive right. it. And if I don't <laughs> survive it, then I'm meant to migrate on to the next thing in this planet or in this universe, you know. Natural selection. So, absolutely. <laughs> And I'm good with that. I am good with that. So I think it worked out great for the listeners to hear me, you know, hacking up a little bit of a log. There you go. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye. This has been a BU Find Happy podcast. For more inspiration, check out the links.